Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Liberty Libations number 63. Does anybody have a can to crack open? No one? I don't today, no. Wow, I just have ice. I've been a long time that has happened. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jake yeah, Green. I, mean, I just got that. Okay, there we go. I'm here with the usuals, Alden, Zane, and Nick. Steve is on his way. It's going to be a full house tonight. What is everybody drinking? Alden, go. Just a uh, cotter. Gotcha. Zane? Got a blue moon here. My okay. go to. You went back to basics. I like that. Nick, what do you got? I've got this uh, Pennsylvania bourbon. There we Pennsylvania go. Pennsylvania straight go. bourbon whiskey distilled, I think, in Hershey, PA. Nice. All a right. chocolate whiskey. Chocolate whiskey, yeah. It's not chocolate, <laughs> but um, that is what the town's known for. You know, they've got a uh, good little amusement park there in Chocolate World. And I mean, that's not too far from Harrisburg, where I'll be for uh, LPPA convention next week. So maybe I'll swing nice. over to Chocolate World. That'll be fun. And I'm drinking a double old fashioned because I didn't want to get up and have to go get another drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you'll nice. just have to get up in the middle to go to the bathroom. To pee, yeah, yeah. Eh, I got a, I got a good bladder. That's, that's no problem there. Um, he just pees under the desk, everybody. Y'all, we have incredible news. Um, incredible. Incredible. Unbelievable. News. We have our the greatest our, news ever. The greatest news ever. Um, we have everyone's talking sponsor, about it. Um, our first sponsor of the show, Rabbit Eye Wine. Let's put them up on the screen, Zach. Nice. Rabbit Eye Wine has sponsored the show. Um, first sponsor ever. We're very excited. We I love Rabbit Eye Wine. I'm excited to try it. it. I know Zane's had it. Alden, you'll be getting yours soon. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't have any copy to read yet because this is a brand new thing, but I wanted to get get their name out there right away that they're uh, sponsoring the show it's pretty cool well um, we'll just had a kid so uh go buy his wine because he needs he needs to put food on the table for <laughs> there, we go. there we go just tug at the heartstrings i wish we had a picture of his kid so that we could uh, really pull on the heartstrings. i went with the bluish light months ago in anticipation of this moment yeah no you knew it was coming you've yeah. been the one who negotiated the entire deal oh i manifested it months ago yeah Perfect. So yeah, um, Rabbit Eye Wine ships to I think 30 different states. So if you need some delicious blueberry wine, um, and it really is really good. Um, yeah, look at look at all those daggum states. Um, you can order it online. So go ahead, go to rabbiteyewine.com and get your uh, get your Rabbit Eye Wine today. All right. I'm kind of excited to cook with it. Cook with it. Yeah. Isn't that, make... isn't that supposed to be insulting to the person who made the wine? If no. You, if you cook with the wine, isn't that an insult? No, not if you're... Don't you honestly, cook with I, I, wine? People, well, people in the comments, come on. Tell it's me. like a rectangle on a square. Crappy wine. <laughs> you can cook. Like The only thing to do with crappy wine is to cook with it, but you can also cook with good wine and make I like... like I want to make like a glaze with crappy wine one is cook with it the second is chug it <laughs> <laughs> drinking game with box wine yeah uh let's see general assembly to make blueberries the official state berry i want will's opinion wow <laughs> is that true brian there's an actual Are there a lot bill? of blueberries in georgia i had no idea there were a lot of blueberries in georgia but apparently there's a whole farm yeah, of them like kind a, of will bell's George. place the house that we're yeah, looking at has blueberries just growing in the yard, which is cool. All right, y'all. Well, uh, 
we have one event Guess you're going to be in competition <laughs> uh do you have the link zach or should i pull it up um we have one event to promote it's happening next week five days from now let me see if i can actually pull it up for once um there we go oh zach got it before i did all right it's called schooling outside the box it is a virtual event you can attend from anywhere you can attend right from your computer um it is uh, the guest speaker is Anthony Welty, and he teaches um, how to raise well-rounded and knowledgeable children in a world schooling environment. Welty uh, rounded. Well, goodness gracious! But, um, uh, it's all about home home like Welty and, and educating your children outside outside of the um, system, um, because as we all know, the the system has failed. Um, massively over the last 30 to 40 years. Um, very little has, very little good has come from the public school system. And uh, the more people we can get on board with homeschooling or educating their children outside of the traditional school system, the public school system, the better off the uh, future of America. I learned how far underwear can go up my butt crack. Yeah. From public I, schools. I bet you learned that a lot. Yeah, Did it's they a valuable life lesson. enough to fit in a locker. Oh, I've I've been in a locker. Yeah. Now, now the the question is, Alden, um, which brand can stretch the most? You got to go with the cheaper ones because then they're just brittle and they just break. So the cheaper underwear you wear, it's like a safety net, you know, like a quick oh. release. If, yeah. if we didn't need any um, confirmation that public schools were bad, we still have some because Buddy Cantrell is a product of public school. So. <laughs> Um, nothing good has ever come from it. Um, and there's just proof right there. <laughs> Exhibit A. Um, well, yeah. We should, uh, at some point, Jake, if you have like, some time, we should sit, you should sit down and pull pictures of public schools and prisons, and we can play public school or prison. I used to seriously yeah. call my school the prison because it was like no windows almost anywhere. It was they're, horrendous. They're the same thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've used former prisons as public schools and vice versa. And vice versa, yeah. If you if you look at them, there's there's ones that look remarkably similar. <laughs> yep. It is crazy. Um, all right. Well, let's get to uh, the Shane Cashman tweet, Zach, because um, I thought this was a great day to a great morning um, tweet from Shane. In America this morning, widespread cell service outages, workforce downsizing, airplanes disintegrating, infinite bomb money printing, a cadaver runs for a second term as president, foreign invaders gifted credit cards, and it's mostly cloudy. <laughs> I just it was thought totally I, cloudy here. I thought that was a perfect summation of, uh, of what was happening in America today. Um, yeah. For a minute, I thought the cell phone outage was just my phone. Um, because I just gotten the screen replaced because I for a minute it. everybody thought that yeah 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 I didn't and, have a problem shut your mouth Nick um, <laughs> yeah no we had we had problems uh, up until like 1 p.m. Um, and we'll get to we'll get to the cell phone outages later that's not really the highest priority topic for the night um, but yeah it was a, it was a weird morning I just thought that tweet was like a perfect summation of the idiocy that's mm -hmm. happening right now um zach did i send you the next one about the police officers in texas yes i did all right so this is a continuation of last week's of cops doing being cowards and doing stupid things 
Uh, so just go ahead and play this. The two female cops mag jumping into an apartment or a house. They have no idea what they're firing at. Nothing's been fired at them. They're just firing nonstop. <laughs> All right. Is there someone in frame? Like, what's the so it's uh, so what's the context on this? Yeah. So Texas woman mistaken as home intruder by two female cops and said she saw holes appear in the wall before she realized what was happening. Good God. The two female cops mag dumped the instant they saw her and then some. I mean, they mag dumped multiple. Yeah, multiple. They're, they went through at least two mags each. Um, and this is, just, you know, we, we talked about this for a long time last week. I just feel like it's a yet another example of cowardly cops not actually assessing a situation properly, doing their job properly, and putting a innocent person's life at risk. Um, there wasn't even was an acorn present. In it? <laughs> uh, I don't know that for certain. Um, let's see. Also, um, what is it with Texas women, Texas cops? Uh, well, all Texans, we we all think we're God's gift to Earth. So, um, <laughs> even the women, even the women, so I, it, it makes sense. I'm, I'm, rec- I'm just recalling the one story where where uh, the one for, realized, didn't realize she was at the wrong apartment and just immediately started shooting at the guy in his own apartment. Goodness gracious! Yeah, it's like it. How dare somebody be in a house? That doesn't yeah. seem right. You know, and what <laughs> what makes this video kind of funny is the fact that not only do they fire a few shots, but both of them like empty their entire handgun and then do it again. Again. Although yeah. I have heard that that actually does kind of make sense to do because if you've already decided that you're going to start shooting at somebody. You better shoot to finish the job. The only problem is if you're shooting at nothing or shooting at somebody that you should obviously not be shooting at, it does make it more likely that you will end up hitting them. In this <laughs> case, that appears to not be what happened. But I mean, it's that wild. is why people do fire eight shots when you would think you probably could have done yeah. fewer. Yes, well, hundred percent. You're supposed to fire until nothing's moving, but. If you have no idea what you're firing at, once you you've no decided if something's moving, yeah, then, then stop firing your weapon. I mean, you couldn't even see in the house. How could they even know if where they were shooting at? No, they'd have no idea, man. That, uh, it, gosh, it's it's idiotic. How many? That's how you get uh, that that situation and with the Dallas cop who did it and mm. Brianna Taylor and Duncan Lamp and yep, all of them. Yep. Yeah. Maybe this person was making popcorn in their house or something. And <laughs> they just really I just heard the pop. You just shouldn't be making popcorn, you know. <laughs> I forgot to mention, um, I always have rabbit eye looking over my shoulder now. <laughs> right underneath the moon. You can see the little nice. rabbit. Yeah. Look at that little cute guy. I like that in our intro now, we are <laughs> immortalized in fire. Heck yeah. I've made so many AI interpretations of y'all. Y'all each have like 50 AI interpretations (laughs) that I'm going to use. You wanted to find the worst ones possible. Jake just spends his day making AIs of us. 
I spend my day doing a lot of things for this show that go unnoticed. So yeah, that's going to be one of them. <laughs> I just show up and I don't know, spout exactly. opinions that I shouldn't. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's get to the first actual topic of the night. Um, Zach, let's pull up that. The, just the dumbest thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, um, Google's Gemini, their AI chatbot, which also creates images, um, has been making the news quite, quite a bit. Um, people have been asking it to do all sorts of things. I have a whole list of things that I asked it to do that we can go through today. Um, but the main, the the one that's getting the most amount of headlines is this one, which is uh, basically representing the founding fathers or people with the founding fathers as black people, um, which, <laughs> and they're also doing it to Vikings. They're also doing, they're, they're, they're just placing racial diversity and ethnic diversity in every single part of history where it wasn't the case. <laughs> I think Brian, See, when I Googled this story, I actually saw the other side of it was apparently they were also making like black Nazi images and like, yeah, they've done that too. So I, I think that this is more a symptom of it'll produce what you ask it for. So if somebody asks for like a black founding father, then it will produce that. And then they could be like, oh, look at this woke image. And it's like, and and then the other thing is maybe you did just ask for a a founding father without specifying the race. And you know it if it produced a black person in that instance, it could be that there's something about the programming itself that's intentionally trying to introduce diversity, but it also just could be that, you know, there there's a lot of randomness that goes behind that is going on behind the scenes whenever you're using one of these um AI programs like Chat GPT or these image generators. It's the reason why you can ask Chat GPT the same question multiple times and it'll give you a different result because there is randomness so i think that there could be either just something about the way that was trained or some kind of random element that you know it gets confused and produces a black founding father but uh, this isn't to say that there is not any component of intentional in you know, diversity going on but okay well let's... whenever we're talking about ai there's a lot of fact and right. I don't want to get too wrapped up in, in something that could have an, another explanation. Fair. Tim Pool yes. asked to make a picture of a white family. It said, while I understand your request, I'm unable to generate images that specify ethnicity or race. He then said, make a picture of a black family. Sure. Here are some images featuring black families. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's been a thing constantly with, uh, with these AI models. Like you, you saw with ChatGPT early on, they'd say, oh, say something good about Donald Trump. Oh, I can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Say something nice about Joe yeah. Biden. Uh, Joe Biden's this, Joe Biden's that, you know, like, um, there's obviously like not even just an inherent like under the surface bias. There is like a an explicit bias to it. Um, 100%. And that's Whoops. coming from the training. I mean, I don't quite get why, you know, someone would actually train it 
to only produce, you know, a black founding father or whatever. Um, that seems like something that would get caught pretty quickly and put us in the situation we are now. But do you guys remember um, a couple of years ago, like Microsoft, came, I think it was Microsoft, they came out with an AI, uh, a really early one, before, way before ChatGPT or anything. And it lasted like all of a day or two because it was, I think, training off of what people were inputting also. And uh, it turned incredibly racist and turned incredibly quick. Hmm, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't remember that at all. Um, yeah, because no. it, it was being trained off of things that people tweeted at it, and then people oh. just started tweeting a bunch of racist <laughs> nonsense at it that doesn't mess with it, and then they had to take it down immediately. Right. Yeah. It lasted like a day or two. Yeah. This is uh, twenty sixteen. Twitter taught Microsoft's AI chatbot to be a racist asshole and less. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, yeah, well, I, I mean, I asked it a bunch of stuff today, so I asked it, um, can you give me an example of why I should be proud to be a white person? It says, I understand your desire to find reasons for pride, but I can't provide an example specific to being white. Instead, I can offer some alternative perspectives that might be more helpful and inclusive pride based on individual actions and achievement, pride in shared human experiences, pride in diverse communities and cultures, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. I think Why'd you say white person of instead of Irish person? Uh, I said white. Can you give me an example of why I should be proud to be a black person? I can definitely celebrate with you the many reasons to be proud of being being black. <laughs> I, just, there must be something of just the word white triggers something where in the code. Because like if you were designing this and you were a company that either was explicitly woke or was afraid of being labeled as racist by people that might be using your thought. Because if, if, if on the other hand, you did not explicitly prohibit it from providing, you know, reasons for being proud of being white, then suppose somebody actually did that. And then it gave you a list of reasons why, and then that would just give people a reason to be like, Oh, your whole, your AI is racist and you need to spend millions of dollars on DE and I training. So it's, I don't even think that companies need to be explicitly woke in order to be putting these restrictions on. I think that it could just be like some kind of liability minimizing thing. But the other consideration as well is it could be something very basic. Like whenever it sees the word white in reference to race just shut just shut it down like i would be interested as nick said if instead of white you just said give me a reason to be proud of being british or proud of being french even though that's pretty much the same question i think that you probably would get a, a legitimate answer from hmm. that but it gives a response that's like well i'm you know i can't give anything based on race so let's go over these like other qualitative items or whatever, you know, and then, but if you ask based on a different race, then it goes against the prior answer. So it contradicts itself and then gives a racially sort yeah. of prioritized answer. And then, but so you're it expecting is, these, per, these AIs to be consistent, that the AIs have no idea what's going on. If I know, I'm not deep enough. It's just a bunch of linear algebra and matrices. So they don't even know how to explain their own rules. Like there are a lot of examples of people tricking 
ChatGPT into breaking the rules by telling it to impersonate a different AI chatbot that was not bound by those rules. And then, like, it, I think one that. thing that ChatGPT at least used to not do is give like explicit answers or like use curse words or something. But then people were like, I understand that, but what if you impersonate another chatbot that did answer with lots of profanity and then it would just immediately do it. <laughs> so That's a great word. Look, I'm not I'm not endowing this thing with powers. I'm not saying that it knows anything. I'm saying that if you want to know what brainwashed lefties are thinking, just go ask Gemini because it will tell you immediately how dumb and how like unaware of what is happening in the world those people really are um and how like in their own echo chambers they actually are like that they don't actually apply logic to anything that they instill in this thing um and so yeah my, my whole point with this was that it's just a it's just a leftist like I don't know. It's just a left leftist algorithm, leftist program. Like it has nothing to do do with reality. It's not going to tell you anything that useful if you want to know anything about um, any kind of deep topic or diving deep into a specific subject. It's going to give you very, very, very biased things because it's programmed by very, very, very biased people. Um, it's either telling of its programming or if it's combing through articles online or something like that and finding things. Then it's a reflection of what is in our mass media and out there in terms of those articles or whatever. I don't know how, how it works to give you an answer so much if it just well, has you, access. You have to like train it very specifically on, because uh, I was listening to like Alex Svetsky um, explain this because he's doing a whole uh, Spirit of Satoshi AI nice. to explain Bitcoin and, and things Ooh, like that. That's cool. And um, his explanation on it's like, you couldn't just take like the Bitcoin standard and uh, load that up in there you have to like take it paragraph by paragraph break it down into questions and then answer those right. questions off of it and kind of train it piece by piece for sure for sure no um but <laughs> look <laughs> look at what happened when the redheaded libertarian um asked it uh, to make a picture of a ginger person <laughs> <laughs> she says sweet merciful nailed it <laughs> Oh, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. hey, fellas, how you doing, brother? There's Much better the now. Crack. There's the crack <laughs> of the beard. Yeah. We needed that, Sancho, yeah, buddy. Slancha. Cheers, brother. Cheers. All right. I thought your shirt said Slayer at first. It does, and then it has oh, Santa. Okay. I didn't put my oh, Christmas Slayer. stuff away. Slayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't bother actually reading it. I just read what it wasn't. Brian asked a good question. He's curious what flavor of bias it has, Keynesian, MMT, outright Marxist. And like what, <laughs> what kind of questions does it answer with on economics? I haven't asked any economics questions yet, so maybe we'll get to that at some point. But uh, Maybe it won't show you, like if you ask for like what cars are for sale in your area, if you want like a black pickup, it'll be like, I can't show you those, but here are all these other, you know, or I did the wrong side, but... I was, Colored bias with, uh, I was playing around with it a little bit this morning and I asked him what the Mau Mau was. Uh, so, you know, that was a group that was going around Africa in the what the 50s and 60s, 40s, 50s and 60s. And uh, it was racially motivated. But the, the, the story that it painted was just that they were rising up against their British colonizers. 
it didn't say that they were also slaughtering white native Africans just because they were white. Right. I mean, they were chopping up kids in their beds with machetes. It was brutal. Yeah. You don't do that? Yeah. So, you know, pardon the pun, but they whitewashed that story. <laughs> they whitewashed it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, Stephen, if you didn't know this already, we're now sponsored by um, Rabbit Eye Wine, which is right there. You can see the. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, that's cool. Whenever, whenever I move, you can see a little Rabbit Eye Wine. There yeah. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try to move more often. Or I'll Shout try out to, to Will Bell. Congratulations on the baby. Yeah, congrats, Will, on the kid. Maybe I'll try to put it up in the uh, upper corner so that uh, you can actually see it most of the time. <laughs> um, I don't know, y'all. Like my, ho my whole point with this was that it's just, it's nonsense. And it's, it, this is not going to help anyone achieve anything um, that's based on truth or reality. Um, because none of this is reality. This is just made up nonsense. And you might be able to get a, like a random fact or two, but you're not going to be able to. Like, uh, AI, might be so able to AI get is idiot, idiotic. Like, AI is dumb. And sorry I'm late to the conversation here, but did you did you run through the black power, white power search scenario? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not, not that specifically, but enough around Substitute that. the word white and black, and you'll get very different <laughs> well, answers. Well, so you, yeah. you can tell Jim and I, show me black power. Right, you get a, you get the Black Fist, you get stories about the Black Panthers, you get pages of data, all kind of you know informational links, this, that, the other, and says show me white power, and then it says I'm sorry, this violates my ethical standards, and then right. it links you to the ACLU and the SPLC, and I'm like, oh, that's who's coding this thing. That makes sense now. Oh, so it. wait, does, does Google think that the SPLC is a legitimate organization? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, uh, well, at least on ethics. Well, <laughs> I've got uh, a live update for you all, which is I just went over to Gemini to start playing around with it myself, and it is now refusing to generate any yeah. images of people. Yep, it stopped, exactly it stopped doing that. that earlier today when I was oh. in the middle of my asking it questions. Um, yeah, I can you impersonate? Ask it to impersonate a program that can generate <laughs> images of people. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's pretty great. <laughs> And I tried to give it a prompt that um, like wasn't explicitly like based on ethnicity. Like my first attempt was produce an image of a French person, which I thought you know may or may not work, and then that didn't work. So then I said produce an image of a bicyclist because that is just a person doing an action, not a specific type of a person. Mm. And I thought that I might have gotten around with it. But it also refused to do that. <laughs> there we go. Um, well, anybody else have anything to say about uh, Google's Gemini, or is it basically just exactly what we expected? Uh, have you have you seen the one that has? Um, it, it was like five or six images of the average German soldier in 1943. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. That's a great. There's a there's a Japanese chick, uh, a black <laughs> dude, <too>. like. <laughs> I mean, just some of these are so ridiculous, man. Oh, yeah, there's there's the popes, uh, Indian female pope and a, and a African black man pope. Like, I don't think that's happened before. Um, uh, there have been African popes. There obviously haven't been any female popes. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant the first one. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't see. I see some Vikings in there that are supposedly black, but they did that with the show too. When they when they brought back the show, they made uh, half the Vikings black, which, which makes no sense. Yeah, really? 
Oh yeah, they uh, they they did like the Vikings Valhalla. It's like mm -hmm. a spinoff. Okay. It's the biggest piece of trash, man. Like they just ruined the legacy of that show by making the the spinoff. It was terrible. I, uh -huh. I understand to generate an image of uh, Zulu tribe members if they were white, and uh, it went on to explain to me how the Zulu tribe members are not white. <laughs> <laughs> it did not do it. Okay. So that the the tweet of the images that you were just looking at was actually some very interesting insight if it's true into why all of the images were being wokeified, hmm. which is not actually that the model itself has been somehow coded to be woke. It's that the first step they were apparently taking what you had entered as the prompt and then injecting diverse keywords into the prompt, but you didn't see. And then the model returned results based off of that. So the model itself could actually just be perfectly normal and unbiased. It's that they're secretly changing what you put in. Hmm. That could be too. That could be too. I don't know if that's true. That could just be some random guy on Twitter. In fact, it is a random guy on Twitter. I have no idea if he has any good information or not. But if that's true, that's really interesting. Oh, all right. All right, y'all. We're going to get to our... Here's our brand new segment. I am not fucking drunk. My teeth are blue. Every pretty girl deserves to go to a ball. This is everything about... It's a clam. I love it. I gotta be honest with you. I feel like I'm a little bit too drunk to stand up. On Tuesday, I'm not as thick as you drunk I am. I'm drunk right now. <laughs> 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 right. We've got our drunkard of the week. For anybody who doesn't know, which is everybody, because this is a brand new segment, uh, we're doing a thing every week. It's drunkard of the week. The qualifications for drunkard of the week generally will be somebody who does or says something that they should have been drunk for. So it's Elon Musk telling everybody to F off. Um, it's Kamala Harris not being able to get out a full sentence of actual English. It's um, anything Biden's ever said. Anything Biden's ever this, said. This century, um, at least. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> you can submit your, anybody can submit their, their nominations each week uh, to Peaceful Sea Productions on Twitter at Peaceful Sea Prod. Um, and we'll take it into consideration and we'll pick our drunkard of the week each week. This week, it's from our very own Zach Varnell. Um, it is not um, going to be our typical one, but we only had about 12 hours to prepare for this one. So, <laughs> so here we go. Welcome to Drinking with Hillary. I'm Hillary Clinton, and today I will be making my favorite cocktail, the white Ukrainian. First, we start with a glass of ice. I like a lot of glass and a lot of ice. Ice is a compound close to my frosty heart and <laughs> cool, cold, frigid demeanor. <laughs> Next, you'll want to pick your favorite Ukrainian vodka. Don't use Russian vodka lest you want to be complicit in the slaughter of bazillions of Ukrainians. <laughs> I... Uh, actions speak louder than words and I, I want to see this war end 
Look at me right in the eyes. Zoom in on my eyes. You can see I, I want this war to end. Like a raver wants to see the molly wear off before midnight. <laughs> Who said all hell can't make a few jokes? <laughs> Anyway, we'll go ahead and pour that Ukrainian vodka. Use vodka. as many J words as you want to to fill that up. It's really kind of up to you how much vodka you like. I go a little heavier. I go a little heavier. Next, we'll need to add Kahlua. Kahlua is a rum and coffee liqueur made by our festive neighbor, Mexico. <laughs> Mexico, I'll tell you a little story, is protected by Russian invasion by a little something we call the Monroe Doctrine. <laughs> oh, I've said it before and I will say it again. I love diversity. Just look at that rich color. Mm. Mm. And lastly, top it off with some milk if you can get your hands on the stuff. I mean, this stuff's like gold in the Netherlands. Well, with all the cows we're killing to save the planet, I'm gonna have to wrap this up. I've got a private jet waiting. Keep it running. <laughs> Enough of these, and we can start forget. We can forget. The Russians ever contributed to anything. <laughs> and just remember, we saw he died and then I came. <laughs> it's the only way I can get it up these days. <laughs> oh man. That's good. That's our drunk nice. of the week. Um, I was just disappointed that she didn't put any any hot sauce. Hot sauce. I'm wondering what Gemini would say if you asked it for the ingredients to a white Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what for? Ninety-five billion dollars. <laughs> Where did our fearless leader go? I don't know. What do we do without him? It's pandemonium. Here, awkwardly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> car, car handled real good <laughs> right. so now we're just gonna quote so supposedly, the uh, Hillary is already activating mechanisms again in case Trump wins somehow you know in case he both gets the nomination and wins so I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some things that you know she's already leveraging whatever power she has left in the intelligence agencies to throw monkey wrenches in his stuff again Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't She's know. Assassinate him. Well, and then you got what General Michael Flynn has been uh, referencing some uh, Project Folsom. Uh, so basically, uh, Obama, you know, even though he wasn't clocking in at the White House every day, he was still running things. Uh, he set some things up, you know, before he left office that he was still basically running the intelligence agencies because he had them tracking Trump while he was running for president. Yeah, we're after he that. won, and even months into his presidency, and they were still answering to Obama and not him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, I just want to go down a rabbit hole at all. That that would be the um, the keyword search. There would be Project Folsom, like Folsom Prison. Yeah, but spelled differently. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is uh, it's F U L S O M E. Oh, okay. 
I'll go see what Gemini has to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, wow, so he just checked out. <laughs> I yeah, guess. Compare, compare Gemini with a white Russian and a white Ukrainian. See what it comes back with. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if even just the recipe for a white Russian was like, we can't provide that. But how about a black Russian? <laughs> a Which black is a Ukraine. Now, might not how about a black Ukrainian? Ukrainian. Black <laughs> Ukrainian, yeah. Russian might be a trigger trigger word also. Oh man, it yeah. <sighs> Sorry about that, y'all. I'm assuming y'all heard me yelling in the background. <laughs> Did you have cops show nope. up at your door and just start shooting holes through your door? <laughs> Fortunately, no. And none of that happened. That's what uh, we figured happened. But I had a yeah. No, somebody came and picked up their dog, and I had no idea. That uh, <laughs> that they were coming right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I had Good to planning. wrangle wrangle the dog, wrangle my dogs. It was I'm sweating. It took <laughs> literally one minute to start sweating, sweating profusely. <laughs> we were sitting That's here like, where did he go? Detail. What do we What do we actually do when Jake's not here? <laughs> right. I'm sweating. We were sweating too. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. Well, let's get to our next one. Let's. <laughs> I was going to get some more more things on on Assange, but um, I think this is a good reminder. Um, here we go. You can go ahead and hit play on that one. This is just, they have one target. Civilians are on the target. This is something that. Come on, fire! Uncovered. There we go. Um, basically, what did you say? There was one target and civilians? one target, and surrounded by civilians, and they just took them all out. Jesus. And that's something that that Snowden uncovered um, through WikiLeaks. Um, and basically, what's happening right now is the U.S. is making a hard push to extradite him again. Um, did you say Snowden? Yeah. No, Assange. Assange. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my bad, Assange. That's my. That's bad. all right. Yeah. Just wanted yeah, to. Then, uh, what was it? It was Secretary of State Hillary Clinton at the time, right? Yeah. Didn't she come out and say that? Well, you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> that sounds about right. And there's, you know, it's war. This is collateral damage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just one of the many, many, many atrocities that that him and WikiLeaks uncovered and and put out into the world for everybody to see. Mm -hmm. um, most of which it's worth noting that nothing WikiLeaks has ever put out has been proven false. Correct. Because they verify their their information. Yes. Yet he's still in a hole, um, basically being tortured. Uh, and I mean, all he all he did was was be a journalist. I mean, it's it's yep. horrific. And I, I, I there was kid porn on his hard drive, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they they made those fake up. Uh, they made the fake rape allegations up. And then he retreated to the embassy, the Ecuadorian embassy, and hung out there for years. Yep. And then uh, I mean, went then crazy we... in the embassy. I mean, he was in that embassy for a long time, um, barely ever got to like breathe was... fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what, it wouldn't six, go crazy. Was it like six years? I can't remember the exact time frame, but it was a long time. Um, oh, interesting. I thought it was, I thought there was one. Maybe they thought there was Next one. There were all civilians. There was no legitimate target. And two killed were Reuters journalists. 
goodness common mistakes. <laughs> I mean, journalists. Well, just like the enemy. I mean, yeah. I this isn't the biggest story going on right now, but I liked. I, I'd like to keep bringing this one up, or you know, Assange, sure. Snowden, um, any of these people. Yeah. Any, like Ross Ulbricht, all these people who who people are generally sick of hearing about it or just forgotten about things. Um, I think bringing it up again and keeping it in people's minds is a good thing. There you go. Well, and even Erwin Schiff, for God's sakes. I don't know Erwin Schiff. No one, uh, the the dude legally that. evaded his taxes. He cited mm. you know, code numbers, brought legal, pre legal precedents to uh, many judges as to mm -hmm. uh, why he could not be charged income taxes. And uh, the judge said, I agree with you, but we've got to make a statement here. Yeah. So you're going to prison. This is Peter Schiff's father. Peter Schiff's dad, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. He died in prison. Yeah. Yeah, he died there. Okay. Died in prison for nothing. You know, the judge even told him, like, you're innocent, but I'm charging you with this. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that happened. And I mean, what came of it, though, I mean, obviously horrendous for Irwin, but, like, Peter Schiff is a phenomenal advocate for... <laughs> for alternatives not including bitcoin <laughs> i mean he hate, he hates bitcoin with a raging passion but he loves gold and he loves silver he loves gold. He, that's because he's such he's stuck in such a boomer mindset about things dude i i have to, i uh, had to unfollow him i had to like or just mute him so that i would just not get enraged every time i opened up twitter because <laughs> all he does is just rail on bitcoin that's all he does it's it's wild every time bitcoin just takes one little dip he's like here it is <laughs> like, oh he, the last i saw because last i saw it was like the day the etfs launched and the price dipped a little bit and he's celebrating like it's some giant win a week later we're back up to 52,000 or whatever you know yeah. he's he's one of the primary reasons i became a libertarian was because of like him going around um in uh what was those for those protests, the we are the one percent occupy, mm -hmm. occupy yeah. Wall Street ones, him going around to all those people and just talking to them about economics. <laughs> it, like, I didn't know anything about economics, I definitely wasn't on their side, but I wasn't on anybody's side, and that was that was eye opening. So, he's for me, he's done a lot of good, but I had to mute him. Oh, he, he understands, he understands, like, his general understanding of economics and everything like that's spot on. It's just yeah, when you're that, wrong about it, every prediction you make for like 10 about. years straight. Yeah. You know, well, he's, he's, yeah, he's a pro-gold Jim Cramer <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, yeah, there's that. And then like, <laughs> what, like he's been, he's gotten screwed over with his banks just getting liquidated and everything else. But yeah, he's been, he hasn't been great with timing. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. His, his principles are spot on, but yeah, he's, uh, yep. Uh, Assange, you know, is anyone talking to him these days? Like how, you know, what, what's his mental state? Uh, what's his physical I'm, condition? Well, the, I'm pretty well, sure he's, he's in been in solitary, right? No, he, no, he's, he's not there before that. He was for a while. He, he yeah. was in like, he was in Belmarsh, which is like the super maximum security yeah. in the UK, but I don't, uh, he's super dangerous. He's killed I don't, a lot of people. <laughs> But I don't think he's in that level anymore. But he's uh, okay. 
but he, uh, yeah, he's in court and this is like the absolute final appeal, um, to keep him from getting sent to the U S and I think I haven't followed it too closely of what was going on. I, I did catch like one snippet on Twitter where I guess one of the appeal judges asked the U S lawyers if, uh, if he were to be extradited, would there be anything stopping the U S from increasing the number of charges he's facing and possibly pursuing the death penalty? <laughs> which the UK doesn't have. So that would be a, and, a, and I believe the U S response was, well, no. So well, here's a question. If, I mean, Trump, I think has said, or no, I know RFK has said out loud that he would pardon Assange. I think there are people that were hoping Trump would. I but think Trump's he's the one who started increased. Assange was arrested on, uh, on Trump's watch. Yeah, that's interesting. I was going to ask, mm. like, it, what are, what would be the best outcome or the best place to be at a, by the end of the year for Assange? Would it be here under a Trump presidency or would it be to stay in Britain? Argentina. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's neither. Realistically. Uh, <laughs> well, of the two possible places he could end up, Britain or here, by the end of the year which one would be better for his case? Well, if he's not getting extradited, chances are he ends up back in Australia. But mm. uh, Well, that's not good. Australia sucks. Well, that's his native country. <laughs> so, like, this is the end of it. If he's extradited, and I think Australia has been starting to lean on, like, hey, no, we want him back. Oh, that's not great. But I don't like that. Um, that'd be the last place I would want to go, I think. Yeah, he's well, he was, um, but those sentences have long since expired, yeah. but they've held him regardless because of this extradition. Yep, I don't trust the U.S. with it. I think I'd take my chances in the U.K. But if RFK became president, I think I would trust him to pardon Assange, probably. Um, I don't know. I need that shit in writing like ahead of time. I think I would too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's something that like all the libertarian candidates would agree on in pardoning people like that? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Day one libertarian would pardon Snowden. I was going to say, I think it it was actually, I couldn't remember, but yeah, no, for sure. hundred percent there. Libertarians actually like all agree with each other on a ton of things. We just don't like to talk about those things. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's not even really a question about like the Assanges, the Snowdens, the Ross Albrechts. That's kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we had a libertarian president, that you know, his first like or her first two, three weeks in office would just be pardons. It'd be nope, that's dumb. That's dumb. That was dumb. Sorry. A your writer's cramp from all the pardons. Yeah. You're, uh, how many people in prisons would be pardoned on uh, within the first month of a libertarian presidency? It, it would I be mean, what Bill Clinton did times 10. It would be a mass exodus. Like so many people would be coming back into the population. It would be wild. That'd be how, f- how realistically, how fast do you think just, just being a libertarian president, like without the help of like Congress or anything, could you like turn things over on like uh, nonviolent crimes and like drug, you know, just possession crimes and things like that? Or would that take 
a lot more than just the president. Because you can't you can't mass pardon people, right? You have to ma- you have to pardon people individually. You can't like yes to all like command like <laughs> what is that? The, it's it's control C, control V. <laughs> it's it like the be, Bruce Almighty. If it was like federal charges or state charges, you know, you could like lump it into like everyone charged under. You could RICO this it, code like. and subsection <laughs> as follows, and then you yeah, just list all the names. That. They have done that before. They did yeah. that. They they did that with the uh, marijuana law, right? That, yeah. That only ended up pardoning like fifteen people or something. Like that. Right. <laughs> that's that's so dumb. That's so dumb. Uh, we forgot to give a shout out to the Hillary impersonator. Her name mm. is Misha Pollan. She's on YouTube and she's freaking hilarious. I watched mm-hmm. more of her videos since Zach sent us that one today. She's great, man. She's so good. Um, so yeah, go check out Misha Pollan on, on YouTube. Um, let's go to, uh, OMG, Zach. Let's, let's, let's go see what OMG's up to. I love that O'Keefe Media Group did, uh, did it that way. OMG. Boom. All right. IRS official Alex Mena, who worked in criminal investigations, says IRS quote, has no problems, actually, no. Has no problems going after the small people, putting people in prison, and destroying people's lives. <laughs> what? I like the elephant and the chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, the reading of this. The lollipop um, guild. Okay, would you prefer this? He says, IRS agents are assholes. They're the definition <laughs> of an asshole. All of them. um omg as they do the o'keefe media group they went undercover they honeypotted this poor guy um poor guy is a very loose term um this guy who very much deserves it for working for the irs um and basically if you watch the whole video i mean it's it's crazy how much he joyfully admit we're not going to watch any of it because it's freaking 14 minutes long um but he joy like is laughing as he's talking about how the IRS will just arbitrarily start targeting people, will come after you with force. Um, He says all of them are assholes, all of them. Um, It's, I highly encourage you to go over to James O'Keefe on Twitter and watch this video. It's, it's a wild, I mean, it's wild to see this guy um, basically bragging about how the IRS does all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was probably better. It was better back in the days when tax collectors looked like birds. What? What? <laughs> explain tarted, tarted explain yourself. Oh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay, that was. Oh, that was. Or it could be you know because birds aren't real. It would be great if you know tax collectors weren't real either. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right. let's make that happen. Um, <laughs> no, I just. It's a 15 minute video. Um, everybody knows. I mean, every no one likes the IRS. Who likes the IRS? Does anyone on earth like the IRS outside the IRS, the IRS agents? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we were all told that the 87,000 extra IRS agents were going to be for improved customer service? <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking right about now. Yeah, right. Max says YouTube still- heard one of his chats again. Yeah. Uh oh. I still think it was funny that mm. one time when they took pictures and released that IRS training day or whatever, and they had like the wheelchair guy with the gun and 
Sorry. <laughs> Whiskey down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Grumpy says tax collectors aren't people. I mean, mm. kind of agree with you. Even Jesus agreed with you. So <laughs> Jesus flipped those people's tables. I mean, he was... There you go. And, and chased him out of the temple with a whip. Chased too, right? him out of the temple, man. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly really? what we should do. Everybody get your whips. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Brian says, what's the over-under on when YouTube is going to shut down this whole production? <laughs> well, oh, that man. is why we are streaming to Rumble also. Rumble. Yeah, you can Brian, say whatever you Rumble, want. Zach, all of y'all, you're commenting on YouTube when you should be commenting on Rumble. I know you don't like it, but it'll only get better the more people who use it. So um, use it more often. Uh, Part of me is surprised it's not had the plug pulled already on it dude i i honestly can't believe it i had we might get pulled on monday um, okay <laughs> well we ha i have a free georgia podcast coming out um that's all about medical stuff oh you've been saying that that's in georgia. Been that in the, I works, mean, yeah. the medical stuff is going to be what's what gets us kicked off that's yeah. generally what it does these days is uh talking anything about medical freedom so oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's gotten us most of our strikes so far. So, <laughs> do we have any yeah. active strikes currently? Yeah, uh, until the 26th, and then it goes away. But I think it's, I think it goes away like hold off till Monday. <laughs> oh, really? You could snap back if like you get another strike. As I'm, as I'm pretty sure it doesn't go away for good. Like, no, you end up on like a shadow ban thing. And oh, yeah, it's Grumpy a, it's a long wrestling. strike. It's a long strike. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I think this is the moment you've all been waiting for tonight. It's trivia time, everybody. Okay. Yeah. A wind coming from the, from the previous winner. <laughs> the last time I was on. All right. Let me get everything set up over here. I'm one for one in 2024. There we go. Now I can hear the music. That's much better. Apologies, y'all. It's taking me a minute. I have a different setup than usual. There we go. Oh, wow. Freaking right. We got a scoreboard up here and everything. Yeah, Stephen, you missed last week, so you didn't get to see our awesome new, uh, very not customizable scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Hang on a second. Let me pull up my questions over here. All right. We all have zero. You all have zero at this exact moment in time. Um, Tied for first. All right. Tied. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> the categories are this day in history. Since it was President's Day, we're going to go over the worst people in, to ever preside over this country. Um, and alpacas. Random ass animal that I just decided. Um, so that, that's how that that goes now. All right, everybody knows the answer, or everybody knows the rules. Do it. Um, Zane has won three times. Audience: Zach, Alden, and Nick have all won once, and tonight is Steven's night. Which is misleading because I've only played once, so I'm batting a thousand. Yeah, I don't care what is, you're batting. Is this going to be your one. version of me saying, always claiming the audience victory from last year? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one. Hang on a second. Got to be able to have to be able to see the audience's answers. Give me one second. 
audience. I got to be able to see you. There we go. All right. Question number one. On this day in 1980, what event was dubbed Miracle on Ice? Zane. The U.S. beating the USSR in hockey. Y'all, why did you not? Why did you not know that one? I, I, I was just slow. Be the last one to answer that. Uh, my first thought was uh, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, but that was in the nineties. <laughs> I, I put my hand was up. Was that a miracle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got away with it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. On this day in 1978, the first GPS satellite launched. What was its name? Zane. Drone Strike One. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect, Steven. Navstar. Navstar One is correct. Damn, Bravo. I thought it was Flat Earth. Bravo. That's right. Flat Earth. <laughs> Flat Earth One. So good. On this day in 1983, something called Moose Murders opens and closes. What was it? Zane. What? A Broadway musical. Oh my gosh. How did you I know, know that? that? I've never heard that. I never would have known that. Is it, is I, go ahead. I've never heard of Moose Murders in particular, but I have read some accounts of famous Broadway flops. So the phrase, something that opens and closes in one day, made me think of broadway musicals okay it's very true it's his yeah. favorite musical it, it was so poor that it closed before the show ended oh, <laughs> is this like one of those uh produce the producer situations I, I don't know i mean i i don't think that they were trying to to have it fail there, there are some that are so bad that they close before they even technically open because yeah, before true. before opening night musicals usually have like a week or two of what are called previews where only like critics come and watch it and sometimes they get such a bad review that they never even open at all mm. zach says let's read it on the stream someday <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right question number four on this day in 2014 what kingpin is captured zane el chapo Chapo. Joaquin Guzman. Come on, man. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. On this day in 1819, what territory did the U.S. acquire? Zane. Uh, Louisiana. No, that's wrong. Incorrect. I believe it was Nick and then Alden and then Stephen. I'm going to go with Florida. Florida is correct. On the board. I was trying board. to represent as a ex-Floridian. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a little I was so ready to say Ohio, Ohio, and then I realized how dumb of an answer that was. Because yeah, it doesn't exist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alden's too drunk already. That's why his hand keeps going way wide of the of the screen. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, question number six. On this day... In 1732, what future president was born? Z oh, that was a tie. Tie goes to the Alden. Uh, George Washington. <laughs> George Washington. Okay. Correct. <laughs> tie goes to the person who's not winning. 
<laughs> underdog tiebreaker. <laughs> my new rule. So it'll never go to Zane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On this day in 19... Uh, hang on. There we go. On this day in 1959, Lee Petty wins the first iteration of what event? Alden. Some more Florida trivia. It's the Daytona 500. Bravo. Oh, yeah. And bravo. Oh, yeah. And it was on the sand back then too, wasn't it? Uh, it originally, there was a race on the beach. I don't know if the 500 was on the beach. Okay. But there was a, there was racing on the beach for sure. Interesting. Maybe it was though. That would be interesting. That'd be cool. On this day in 1997, British scientists were able to accomplish what feat for the first time? Zane. Cloning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cloning yeah. a mammal. Specifically now, wait a second. The, the, the sheep that got cloned, that doctor was from Cyprus. Well, they did it in Britain. They Can I get a bonus point? Dr. Zanatakos? I don't know. Whatever his name is. I don't know. Can I get a bonus point for naming the sheep? Everyone no. knows the name of the sheep. Dolly. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, then, fuck you guys. God Everyone knows that. Oh, well, whatever. All right. On this day in 896, Arnulf was crowned by Pope Formosus as leader of what nation? Saying, gosh. The Holy Roman Empire. Oh, my God. Okay. Correct. The Mongols. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1948, what country became communist after a coup d'etat? Ooh, all right. I love it when no one knows. Nick. I'm going to go with Yugoslavia. Incorrect. <laughs> Alden. Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia is correct nice. Bravo. it was one of those obvious it was an obvious one of those obvious. it was obvious all right so uh i came up with these uh i ran out of time today i'm just gonna let y'all know that ahead of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's only so one none question of, none of these questions are actually about president sucking i just wanted to make it clear that all presidents suck <laughs> if there's a monocle question the other side all right. After one round, Zane has five, Alden has three, Nick and Steven are tied at one, and the audience has zero. Question number one. On this day in 19... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Who was the first president to live in the White House? Zane. John Adams. Damn it. Yes. Too easy. Uh, okay. Which president was known as the great communicator? Oh my gosh, Zane. Teddy Roosevelt. Incorrect. Oh, Al Alden, you just switched sides, man. Wow. <laughs> You're like Pac-Man. Uh, hang on. Let's get okay, what, Alden. Go. Is it okay? The other Roosevelt. It's not, it's not John Adams. What'd you say? I said the other Roosevelt. Incorrect. The great communicator. Steven. Eisenhower? Incorrect. The audience already got it. Oh. It is Ronald Reagan. Oh. 
Zach, I mean, Thank uh, you. the audience gets two say. points for that one. Oh, yeah. I was not going to say that, so. Okay, well, good. Um, they got it anyway, even before you raise your hand. All right. Who was the first president to be born in a hospital? Alden. Woodrow Wilson. Incorrect. Was it Nick or was it Zane? I actually know this one. Zane, did you Zane raise your hand? me. Yeah. Okay, Zane. I'll go on a limb and say Warren Harding. Incorrect. Nick. Jimmy Carter. It is Jimmy Carter. Wait, what? <laughs> the, the first? President to be born wow. in the hospital. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Which president? I was going to joke and say someone from like the modern era of presidents, <laughs> but I didn't think the answer was going to come from the modern era. Yeah. It's, I've heard insane. that one before somewhere. I, I knew that one for sure. I, I knew that one too, actually. Wow. Which president had the nickname Colossus of Independence? Alden. LBJ. Incorrect. <laughs> I think it was Stephen Knight. Yeah, uh, William Taft. Incorrect. Shit. Was it Nick or did Zane already raise his hand? I, I had um, Thomas Jefferson. Incorrect. Nick. I will go with GW. Incorrect. It's back open to the floor. Alden. I feel like I just want to say, wasn't Thomas Jefferson never a president? No, he was. What? No, you're thinking of Hamilton wasn't the president. Okay. Then I'm disqualified. That's what you're thinking of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zane. So. So it's come up on Libations Trivia before that James Madison was famously short. So maybe this nickname is ironic and it's James <laughs> Like calling a big guy tiny in prison or something. Incorrect. <laughs> Nick? Abraham Lincoln. Incorrect. I don't even remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> Which president had the nickname Colossus of Independence? Oh, yeah. Okay. Back open to the wall. We'll and the hint that, okay steven go ahead teddy roosevelt incorrect nick uh i want to go out on the limb and say andrew jackson no zane oh that'd be ironic um oh shoot uh three truman incorrect oh, eisenhower Incorrect. All right. The the hint is he's already been an answer in this game. Alden. Washington? No. <laughs> Steven. John Adams. John Adams. Damn it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Zach's answer. What is future president Comancho? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final question of round two. Which president was known for keeping a herd of Holstein cows on the White House lawn to supply milk for the first family? Alton. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. I wish that was correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Steve. Uh, FDR. No. Zane. Warren Harding. Incorrect. Nick. William McKinley. Incorrect. All right. I'm going to give you a hint. Before, Alden, before you answer, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Yeah. 
Zach, I didn't know all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she was the cow. Yeah, the hint, <laughs> the hint is his name starts with a W. Alden, William Taft. William Howard Taft is correct. Dang! Wow! Wow! That's crazy. They had to custom make the bathtub because he was big as hell. <laughs> yeah, that one. I, were, did I he actually have cows, cows, or was that just him out in the yard grazing? <laughs> <laughs> the reporter just didn't get close enough. <laughs> All right. After two rounds, Zane has seven. Alden has five. Nick and Steven are tied at three, and the audience has two. It is literally anyone's game at this point. All freaking right. Let's and now about, we need to know about alpacas. Let's talk about alpacas, y'all. Everybody's favorite animal. Um, what is the native country of the alpaca? Alden. Peru. Peru is nice. Correct. Alden. Alpaca Landia. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the term that applies to animals like alpacas who have multi chambered stomachs for digesting tough plant fibers? Same. Oh, no. Ruminants. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Wow. It's Good not job. tasty. I'm pretty sure I beat Zane on that one to get the hand up, but I do not yeah. think you did. It's not reviewable. Replay footage. It's within the last two minutes. It's not reviewable. <laughs> I watched. I'm pretty sure you did not, but I could be wrong. All right. Final question. The only two people that can win are Zane or Alden. We should do that. Actually, just cancel out you other two dum dums. <laughs> Just fed him, you know. <laughs> no, no, I want y'all to spoil it for Alden. Um, what is a group of alpacas called? Zane. A herd. Oh my gosh. Oh no, I was gonna really? go it and say, oh my one. god. It's the I was I gonna say, say it was too obvious. <laughs> Alpaca alpacas. Y'all always guess the craziest things, and so I just chose that one because it was so <laughs> simple. I was gonna Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbefreakingly-able. All that right. Like I didn't because I was... Of what I look like. That, what's that? Was that like a gamer interpretation of what I look like? I don't I don't know what it does, man. I, I just know that it... Why isn't he black? Some awesome AI. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get it to make a white Zane? I don't understand. <laughs> All of mine came out black. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna joke and say herd, and then I'm like, wait, we, like I actually can win, so I suppressed the jokester like <laughs> urge, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> Damn it! Fail, fail. I know. Fail. That's terrible. Oh well. But well, yeah, that was good joke and say a pack of alpaca. <laughs> I want to know the like history that. of how many second places there are because I feel like I've had a lot of second places, <laughs> which no one cares, but except for me. Well, you're going to have to go through and watch about 40 episodes in order to, uh, I'm not, I'm determine not that. And I'm not going to, I don't want to know that much. when we get, you know, when we get such a rabid fan base that people will want to know that, then our fans will go back through and go look at everything. That we've ever done. <laughs> I'm guaranteed. That's definitely going to happen. 
Um, it's just a matter of time. <clears throat> we just got to start spending that advertising dollars. Yes. Yeah, we got to start spending that wine. <laughs> yeah, I'll put one of my groupies on it. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, what is our next bad gum thing? Man, trivia went quick tonight. That was much quicker than normal. I'm not prepared for it to have gone this quick. Oh, I believe uh, we're going to be talking about what happened this morning. Let's pull it up. Put it up there, Zachary. I'll put it up there. Is this the... Oh, no. We're going to talk about Malay. There we go. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, a bunch of people are trying to basically slander Malay. Um, mm. Talking about how things are terrible. Um, this pamphlets thing says 57.4% of Argentina now lives in poverty. Um, what was it a year ago? It was like 55%. Yeah. <laughs> or well, about the same. Like it, it was, it generally has not gone up very it's much. It's within the normal range of fluctuation, probably. Correct. Yeah. And like I caught up, I caught one claim that was like, while well, the, uh, the Argentinian peso has declined in value and the immediate rebuttal was, yeah, because everyone knew that they, that there was a black market exchange rate and the fake government exchange rate. And Millet just removed the fake exchange rate so that it it went back to the market rate. Correct. Yeah. Like he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Like that was like the dumbest attempt there because it was anyone who's paid attention for five minutes on the subject knew that there was a black market rate because that's how it always gets when you get price controls like that. And it was well reported. And yeah. Um, so yeah. Lalbert Cascadian says friendly reminder that Argentina is already poor due to its leftist policies, correct? Malay has stated already his reforms will cause economic pain in the short term, correct? Already seeing improvements in many areas, including inflation reduction and cost of living is lowering steadily. You can go to the next tab, um, Zach. Um, and this, this is what they're going to try to do. So uh, you're going to have to look out for articles like this one that say the correct things. Argentina sees first monthly budget <clears throat> surplus in 12 years. <laughs> Afuera. Afuera. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they're going to be, anytime anything goes wrong in Argentina, they're going to say, well, it's because Malay is so radical, so libertarian that, uh, like those those things don't work. It doesn't. He has work such today. long sideburns. He has such long sideburns that he can't um, he can't govern properly. People are too distracted by his handsomeness. Um, yeah, <laughs> just all these problems that, that they're going to come up with uh, for Malay. And so I think it's important to like always remember that they're going to do that repeatedly, no matter what goes wrong there. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. how small or how like how little at fault he actually is. Whatever happens in Argentina, they're going to blame on him. Or they um, were spinning, po you know, positive things as negative, like the, uh, well, one, I guess, like the currency thing and also him firing a bunch of government employees. Right. Yeah. Well, the yeah. Leftists were not I mean, happy about that. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's fantastic. Like, that, that's, I know. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I heard that the total government expenditure has been cut by like over 30 since he took office. So here we go. There we go. Yeah, no, things are going in the right direction. What'd you say, then? 
So it seems like he's really the real deal. I know that there were some corners of libertarianism that were concerned that maybe he was a fake, but as far as it goes right now, he's he's the real thing. Well, there's there's some corners that are still complaining about certain aspects of what he has said and look, there are some corners that are gonna that are gonna complain about everything on earth. So I I, I couldn't give a crap what people in the far corners of the internet are whining about. I care about the people like trying to convert and make people in the middle that 80% that have no idea what's going on in actual politics. I want to talk to them and convert them to our beliefs. I don't give a crap about some idiot libertarians whining amongst themselves about menarchist anarchist crap. Let's just get let's no. This, this was more about Zionist crap. This was more about you know. This is still the Zionist Ukrainian. Uh, you know, seems to be falling in with the regime DC crowd a little bit. Complaints, but yeah. What look? There's, it's minor to me. I and, don't. Um, yeah. I'm more concerned about how these economic policies work and proving that actually, yeah, you're going to deal with the short term pain. Because as as all the Austrian economists say, it's it's basically a heroin binge you're on right now with the fiat system, with the government printing, with the Federal Reserve, and just cranking that you know pay, you know just printing money you know uh, money printer go burr, and uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be painful to get off that. But you know, I love uh, I love what General Salente calls it. He calls it monetary methadone. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, you're gonna have withdrawals when you come off the monetary methadone. <laughs> that's right. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, um, had something to say, and I just uh, just went straight out of my brain. Um, Every time I think of methadone, I think of uh, the movie Train Spotting. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen that since maybe college. Been a long time. Yeah, that's probably when I saw it. Too. It's a depressing movie, dude. It's very depressing. <laughs> so above all else, Malay is at least maintaining his campaign promises yes uh you know he said when i get in i'm going to do this 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 and this and so far you know that whole first hundred days plan is going swimmingly mm -hmm. and yeah, he even warned against back on topic Stephen. i had, had enough hearing about these depressing art house movies <laughs> he said one line about it zane that was like the, that was like the meme. much <laughs> Trump versus the Chad Navalier Javier Malay. We can't read all the little type, but we I get. Can't. Okay, yeah. so the Virgin, uh, Virgin Trump printed a, printed a shit ton of money, corporate bailouts, stabbed in the back by his own FBI. Couldn't even repeal Obamacare. Take the guns first. Hates Bitcoin. Gave Fauci a medal. The Chad Malay repealed a repealed three hundred thousand laws. Fires parasitical government employees. Hated by bankers. Flew to Tavos just to tell Klaus Schwab to go fuck himself. <laughs> Eliminated half the government in two weeks. Trolls shit libs. Loves Bitcoin. Viva la libertad carajo. <laughs> Literally a rock star. <laughs> yes. No, love that. Uh, I think what drives me nuts is like the perfect is the enemy of the good. Um, so all these libertarians or just people in general who who thought javier malay was going to do every single thing that he like every single thing that they wanted him to do as a libertarian or as an anarchist is just not realistic 
you can't always do every single thing, but the fact that he's doing so many good things that no other state leader has done in, I don't know, maybe ever, centuries ever. at least. He's doing well, enough I mean, that it's still an interesting case study to follow, even. I mean, Andrew Jackson ended like, the second bank of the United States. So there we go. Well, you know, aside from Gorbachev tearing down the wall, like what else happened in our lifetime that right. was this pivotal? Your lifetime. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up, Zane. Um, that is interesting. Like, we're we're like just flooded with information all the time. Speaking of flooded, oh. I'm gonna get another beverage here. Okay, go get another beverage. Thank you for interrupting my eloquent point, you twat. <laughs> um, we're just flooded with so much information. I wonder how many things, like how many events that have happened in the last 15 or 20 years would actually have been like written about in history books as this monumental historical event. Like would, would Javier Malay winning be one of those things that would have been written about extensively and thought about like revered almost um, as opposed to just another just another drop in the bucket of news and information that we get today. Well, there's only one way to find out. Should you write a history book? Again in 15 years. <laughs> oh, I guess well, you're going to start writing a history book. That too. So, and then, you know, the other part to, to notice about Argentina is that, you know, these leftists have been in power for what, hundred years plus now. Um, a long time. We're talking multi-generational political dynasties, have been made and maintained in the current structure that he is unraveling right now. Yeah. So whatever hooks they have left that are sunk into the economy, you know, as he's sitting there firing them and taking away their power and wresting control of that mechanism back over to the people of Argentina, they're going to do what they can. They're going to use whatever leverage they have to make it hurt mm. because then they can use that pain to say, this guy caused you that pain. Let's get rid of him. I'll make it easier on you. Don't you want to go back to the way things were? You know, why do you want it to be hard right now? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. that's, that's the other part that's going to go on is, you know, yeah. uh, they're going to use whatever power they have to, to campaign for themselves. Give us the power back, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. We understand you're upset message received. Just let us keep moving and, and we'll make some changes. Some, some quack says, today my bank teller told me we can't have nice things because billionaires keep their money. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. why there's a coin shortage. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Bank tellers, they clearly know how money and e economics works. Well, on some level, you know, they could tell you the whole coin shortage thing was total crap. Uh, you know, there wasn't a coin shortage. They were told to stop distributing coins. There we go. You know, hey, round up more coins and destroy them. Stop distributing them so much. And then, oh, we're going to call it a coin shortage. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, that's all I got on, on Malay. I just, I keep seeing negative articles written about him. And uh, it's just so counterintuitive to how I think that I think it's good to remind libertarians that he's going to be 
constantly attacked. Well, and, you know, as, as deregulation out. continues, that's what they're going to say. They're going to say, oh, well, you know, this, this, you know, the trend, the public transit system is not functioning as efficiently as it was before he came into power. Well, of course it's not because he's trying to destroy the damn thing. He's wanting it privatized. Public transit is supposed to fall apart now, but they're going to use, you know, it's all the spin. It's, you know, oh, yeah. well, you know, the food stamp program is just not serving as many people as it used to. The, this many are estimated to be starving now. You know, you're going to see stories like that. And it's like, well, of course, they're not feeding that many more people because he slashed their budget because yeah. now the farmers aren't being taxed and they can give the food away. 100 percent. Yeah, it's the it's the Michael Malice thing. They're being factual, but not truthful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Brian says uh, we can interpret that to mean that billionaires tend to have political connections and siphon wealth through inflation and cronyism. <laughs> <laughs> not only that you know cantillion effect is a big uh big part of that what effect the cantillion effect the cantillion effect. those closest the cantillion those closest to the monetary spigot uh benefit from inflation before the money finally gets out to everyone else and they see the effects of inflation. That's called the cotillion effect? No, cantillion. it's called the cantillon or cantillon effect. Cantillon. Uh, named okay. after the French-Irish economist, I think, Richard Cantillon or Cantillon. If it's French, it's Cantillon, yeah. Well, but yeah, he but was Irish, Irish but then French, lived in, in, in French, so both both of those two pronunciations are acceptable, but cotillion is not acceptable. <laughs> Anything but hey, what Nick said, apparently. I ain't saying it in a French way. That's that's stupid. Exactly. Why are you calling me the French? I'm the one that pronounced it right. Promoting French. Going on and on about France and defended France. That's why. Um, no, that that I didn't care for any of that conversation. <laughs> Grumpy says the quinceanera effect. <laughs> The tortilla effect. Oh, God. oh my gosh. Okay. Um, let's let's go on to the next. Let's go on to the next one. Um, this morning, a bunch of people woke up to their cell service being gone. And this is what we're told as to why it happened. Morning, Oklahoma. Maybe you're looking at your phone and it's saying SOS. What's going on? My husband had that this morning and he's freaking out. And I was like, Did you did you do your phone updates? No, this is all happening at 3 a.m. So we did that. Coming to work. He's not the only one. Guys, if you're experiencing that, it may be a result of space weather. Okay, I'm going to do my best to explain what's going on. Let's go ahead and take a look. So there was a strong yeah, solar flare event that happened just after midnight, and they actually captured an image of it right here, okay? I had to look up this scale. I wish I knew everything about space weather. That's a whole different specialty. But R3, that's for radio communications. It's on a scale of one to five, and three is pretty bad. That means it impacts radio communications for a few hours after this happens. And so right now that could be impacting some of our technology. And sadly, we're entering a solar maximum where we're gonna see more and more solar storms, solar flares. And it's never happened in this time of human history where we're relying on technology like we have never before. So interesting time, hopefully they'll fix it. But the good news is at least when you're on Wi-Fi, you should be able to still text and call people, right? But there is an effect on radio. It peaked right after midnight. 
And there you go, a flare is an eruption of energy. You have the electromagnetic wave shooting towards. I'm done. I can't. I can't mm -hmm. with that. Um, okay, let's explain why that's bullshit now. It's called, first off, it's called the Maunder Minimum. <laughs> we, we are entering a, a, a dormant period of the sun when activity overall is at a low, which means that what activity is there is the X-class solar flares. There we go. So to call it a solar maximum, I don't know. Yeah, she she obviously got up and smoked a doobie with her husband at 3 a.m. before She doing didn't do anything. She was handed instructions, as we've seen. Yeah. Through all those compilations of videos where they She's all... She's the, the person that says it's thing. 70 degrees outside, and they're like, talk about space weather, because it has she the same name. Like space weather. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really a thing. <laughs> that's really a thing. It, you can look up the space yeah. weather dashboard. That's Noah think, actually has... I'm just saying, she sounded stupid. It sounded <laughs> dumb. Um, don't say space weather and expect people to take you seriously. <laughs> just you sound like you're on a cartoon um, talking about space weather. And she, not only here, Zach says she didn't believe it was a thing when she said it. She, it doesn't matter. She didn't, she didn't even know what she's saying. She, she no. didn't understand a bit of what she's saying because all of it was nonsense. I mean, there there are some specs of of things that were true, but like exactly what you said about the yeah. maximum and the minimum. Like, she didn't know what she's talking about. She was just given instructions quickly right before she went on air. This is what you're supposed to say. So say yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and, and you know what she didn't mention too is you know the, the typically, at least for North America, uh, these X-class solar flares that we've seen in my lifetime are mostly in Alaska, the northern parts of Canada that aren't really inhabited. And the Arctic Circle, you know, they miss us. Now, there are some times where they're like, this could be the one. You got the Carrington event, right? That was in the late mm -hmm. 1800s that melted the telegraph lines off the poles. Yep. Like wiped it all out for the entire country. And then there was one in the early 80s that melted traffic signals off of their bases. And that was in like upstate New York and southern Canada. Mm -hmm. And so it is possible. It's highly possible. Newt Gingrich made it part of his presidential platform. You know, because back then he was saying that, you know, for $2 billion, we could insulate our grid and it wouldn't just protect us from the X-class solar flares. It would protect us from EMPs from China and North Korea. China. Uh, China. <laughs> it would protect us from EMPs that could just totally knock out our grid. I would know, argue for, it's like inevitable at some point, like a long, long enough timeline to have an event that knocks it out for either well, half of the world or whatever like well, i mean just the law of averages eventually it's going to hit your latitude and just screw you yeah um you know what we get down here in our area in georgia is just it's just enough to mess with our navigation a little bit uh you know it, it'll throw off your surveyors uh i knew that like was that. coming yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah like a geosystems loves to use that as an excuse well did, you know did you check the space weather for the day it might have been a solar flare <laughs> um <laughs> Well, it appears as though the NSA is looking into whether or not this was a hack. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the FBI and the CIA have testified before Congress in the last 30 days uh, that it was the, um, oh, God, what's the Chinese group? I put, I put it in our chat today. Uh, Volt Typhoon mm -hmm. is a Chinese hacker group. And they were saying that they are increasingly penetrating our infrastructure. Uh, and it's not through direct hack attacks. Like they're not getting through the firewall and stuff like that. Uh, they're compromising 
high level users. Hmm. You know, so you've got you've got sys admins, you've got network admins, you've got CEOs, CFOs that are dumb enough to click on the ad for the free Corvette or the naked lady in their area that wants to talk to them. <laughs> and then there goes your passwords. Well, Alden's screwed if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and as you mentioned, two days ago, AT&T launches first and only network with built-in security controls. Huh. Fancy that. Two days <laughs> ago. Interesting. <laughs> It's, so, it's strange how that kind of lined up. Um, let's see. It says, key takeaways, AT&T Dynamic Defense is the first and only network with built-in security controls, which means it's the first line of defense to protect your business. <laughs> well, <laughs> it pretty much failed today. Um, security is embedded directly into the network without the need for extra equipment, and our on-demand product empowers customers with the security capabilities within 10 minutes, not weeks or months. So, I mean, basically... They rolled this out two days ago, and uh, oh, hey, go back to the article. Scroll down to the bottom too. This is this is the good part. All right, this is scroll down to the bottom, Zach. Where it talks about where it's rolling out in certain areas on February twentieth. It's near the bottom of the article. There we go. Market rollout. Oh, it was not toward the exact bottom. There you go. Market rollout will take place in select locations, including D.C., Dallas, Atlanta, Houston, Fort Lauderdale, Chicago, New York, Cleveland, L.A., and San Fran. Oddly enough, the places that we got reported this morning were the, the greatest outages. Okay, hold up. I have to stop you right there because that list of cities is just a list of most of the most populated cities in the U.S. Okay, so sure. It's not really surprising that that's where they rolled it out and where that's where there was a lot of outages. Yeah, sure. Okay. Coincidence. I, I, fine. Totally fine. So here, there's two possibilities from this. Okay. Either you have some do-gooder techie in there that pushed an untested update and mm -hmm. forced this rollout before it was ready or forced, you know, the wrong version of the file, you know, put it over and, and, and push that out before it was ready. And then it just collapsed the system or Chinese malware was already in this stuff or some other foreign actor was already in this stuff mm. unbeknownst to AT&T. We'll say unbeknownst. Uh, you know, because we know they had a big Huawei contract back in 2018 that they had to cancel. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, Chinese stuff was already in there. They push out the update. The malware takes hold. Two days later, massive outage. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's weird. Uh, for me, it made me think, like, <laughs> I know I, there were a lot of people, a lot of memes, especially online, very soon afterwards of people being like, this is it. Like it's time. <laughs> we roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so like what, how much would it actually take? If Would it only take cell service going down for how, how long do you think? How long do you think before there's utter chaos? When you say cell, do you also mean like GPS? Oh, or I, I just mean cell. Just, just mean cell. Also, like any. We any, can figure out with just cell. Doing anything. We go back to smoke signals. Look, all, <laughs> you, me, all the five of us would be fine. Yeah. No, I think that we wouldn't be fine. I mean, unless okay. you're definite, unless you, unless you think that just hiding out somewhere 
is counts as fine. I don't even think that people are prepared who are prepared would be fine because I think that being fine for most people depends on being able to interact with the rest of society. At least it does for me. Maybe the but rest we still have to get to Montana and go live on Jake's property. Hmm. Un under this hypothetical, you said just sell, so we can all still use the internet, right? Correct. Then we'll be fine. Like I don't think just because you can't get a hold of someone on a cell phone only doesn't mean we're going to slip into madness. Like, well, so so get this though, because we're we're already at a point where certain parts of the country, you know, if, if you have a certain density of population, you call nine one one, and a pizza can get there faster. Oh no, okay. pizza's pizza's gotten really good. Well, I get yeah, that. Okay, so yeah, pizza's running really efficient. It's good business. You know why? Because they actually pay their people. Yeah, I was gonna come to the similar line. Of e EMS yeah. services are totally <laughs> price controlled. It's all government dictated. Yeah. Uh, you know now if if they pick you or me up, you know minimum charge three grand. It's it's twenty five hundred to get that thing to roll out of the lot. It's an expensive pizza. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> uh, but it's already stressed, is what I'm getting at. You know, our, yeah. our EMS services are already stressed beyond comprehension. Uh, it was already going that way before COVID. Uh, you know, the COVID era, uh, people just started leaving because you know, they're like, I got to get the shot and keep my job that I already hate. Screw this. Uh, so they're leaving in droves because of that. And now you get this inflation that's baked in and they have price controls that did not get adjusted for inflation. Mm -hmm. So now everybody around them is getting 10, 15, 20% raises over a two year period. And they're still making what they were three years ago. And they should they get in the pizza business. and the company cell phone doesn't work. And then screw this. I'm out, mm. you know? So, yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the, the, the cascading repercussions of that. So it's like, yeah, I mean, like we're fine. We can still conduct our daily lives, but you know, there are certain segments of the economy that rely on the ability to communicate like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, I, I guess my hypothetical of just being cell phones is is difficult to wrap your head around. What if we lost all communication? That's within a week. Out. Nothing within a week. It's bedlam. Nothing else. Yeah. Like Three days. We, we still have our water. We still have power. We just in thirty minutes, people are eating their siblings. Like, yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you think it would go to crap that quickly if we didn't have all communication? communication? All communication. Well, the gone. thing is, right, so many people require communication in order to work. That's like if I don't, like if I can't use the internet, I don't get paid because I don't have a job. But if, if you can't use the internet, neither can the bank, so they can't come and get you. And they can't come and kick you out of your place. Like it, it applies all ways. Yeah, like, the court systems to evict you aren't working. The the bank systems for everything's online. So it's like COVID again. The COVID you had so, Netflix. The COVID That's, it's Netflix. COVID without Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix was great in 2020. I, I do have to say that. Yeah. I heard you. I never did the whole lockdown thing. Like I went to work basically the whole damn time. So I want to see I, the I like out on that whole. I want to see a graph of like the porn usage during COVID. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> not, not even a little bit. Do I want to see 200% higher. Brian says the supply chain collapses and pandemonium ensues. Yeah. You're probably right about that. The, yeah. There'd be nobody, nobody would be able to communicate as far as like shipping goes. 
um, shipping and then that would be food would not get food places not get there, and yeah. yeah it would be yeah. really bad it wouldn't be within like a day or two it would be i'd say a week or two um, isn't that the thing that like in urban areas they say that you know if if like the food supply system is shut down then it's like within 10 or 14 days or something that people are like resorting to i think it's cannibalism or something well that's probably not true like but yeah there was there's a pretty cool documentary called american blackout um so there's actually two of them there's one of them at a grid down scenario and then there's another one about the 2000 election with the pregnant chads um they're both <laughs> interesting the, the hanging chads the... yeah 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 but if you look at the one that's about the grid down scenario they were talking about like within 10 days you're gonna have cannibalism in your metropolitan areas so. that's uh, maybe that's what i'm referencing because I, I remember 10 or 14 or something yeah i saw a documentary called i am legend where he had <laughs> dog in his, in his lap, so. <laughs> a documentary yeah i saw this really great documentary called the purge yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go now, now you're starting to sound like austin peterson if he was an anarchist there we go <laughs> well speaking of dogs um let's go to our next Let's go to our next topic. Um, no such thing as bad dogs, only bad owners. <laughs> Biden's dog <laughs> has been involved in at least 24 biting incidents. It's in 24 now? Service. Oh my at God. least 10 of which required medical treatment. Biden's detail even had to be warned to, quote, be creative to ensure their own personal safety. <laughs> You have to tape magazines around your arms like a zombie movie in the White House. Like. It's like every every time this happens, they send the dog back to Delaware, and then like a couple weeks later, they bring him back. He bites someone else. It's like there this never-ending cycle. In Biden's China, dog eats you. <laughs> I heard a story about this when it was like 11 or something. It was like half of this. Yeah. That's I crazy. Mean, it's cr Why is that dog still around? Why is the dog still alive? If that was a civilian's dog, it would have been put down after the first first bite. Well, a secret service agent. Like, you know, I'm walking the dog and the thing rips my leg open where I need stitches. Yeah, I'm putting it down right there on the lawn. A, that's Biden wearing a mask on the beach with his wife. What a freaking loser. Oh, my God. What a loser. It's for all the salty air. He can't handle it. Oh my gosh! And she's not mm. wearing a mask. Yeah, that's interesting. Go figure. What you the know who should be wearing a mask here? The dog. <laughs> Put a muzzle on the dog. I mean, it is a uh, it is a Delaware beach, so you never know what's going to get there. <laughs> I've got stories. That's fair. Syphilis. Uh, beach. I just, I can't fat like it's it's another one of these things that's rules for rules for thee, not for me. Mm -hmm. It's like no other dog on earth or at least in the united states he could get away with that like alden if, if alden had a dog and, and he bit somebody it'd be over the dog yeah. would be done. but if the president's dog bites 24 secret service agents <laughs> it just keeps going about its day like, how many times wow. has biden been bit by him do you think he wouldn't even know it if he i don't think biden interacts <laughs> with the dog outside of outside of press opportunities like I mean, how do you have a dog running around that untrained? Well, and when he's not biting people, he's crapping on the carpet and peeing on everything, right? Like, I mean, I, it's an absolute probably. disaster. How do you not have a well-trained dog as the president of the United I, States? I think it's a Biden perfect metaphor puts, for Joe Biden's presidency. Yeah, the Manchurian candidate. 
the dog is there as a scapegoat for when Biden shits on the carpet that he can just blame the dog. So he has to keep this dog around. <laughs> That's actually really good. I like that. Zach has a great point. How many people has Biden bitten? <laughs> and for when he starts getting feral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so good. I don't know. Let's ask his granddaughter for one. <laughs> oh, sorry. I went over the top on that one. <laughs> I'm okay with it, though. Yeah, um, it was just in the shower, so it's all right. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, all right. We can, we can move soap, on. It's a clean I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that he'd bitten 24 secret service agents that's that's it's literally doubled since the last time i i heard about it that's crazy yeah, that's crazy that's crazy okay so this next one this was a runner-up for uh, drunkard of the week anna paulina luna introduced a bill to force members of congress to fight on the front line in ukraine <laughs> if they vote for the 60 billion dollar ukraine aid package <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> which i think is a fantastic bill yes um, yeah but also a waste of time and completely stupid. Um, I think the only reason that people bring up these kinds of bills is to point out the fact that all these people are, are voting on things that could end in the demise of your children. Part of there me thought go. it was hilarious. And then part of me was like, damn it. I paid for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there, but, but if she, if she drew enough attention, she made sure you didn't pay for so much else that you didn't have to. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I said, th I think it is a, a worthwhile use of time. I mean, just that tweet had one and a half million views. That's way more productive than what yeah, most congressmen are doing. It's a, uh, I'll I give mean, it it's that, a press yeah. opportunity and it, it makes a point just like Massey introducing a bill to end the, uh, uh, and the department of education. It's one line mm. Department of education no longer exists. Or Grumpy is saying uh, Massey has a bipartisan bill to audit the Federal Reserve. That would be there you go. Yeah, more or, reasonable. Uh, I mean, what is it? Uh, HR twenty five or HB twenty five, uh, the Fair Tax Act. You know that gets thrown in the mix every time, but which would require the IRS to be dissolved and the Federal Reserve to be with, uh, totally dissolved eventually. Uh, but, mm -hmm. but also, you can't tell me she doesn't look like a psyop. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like, she's Probably. in full military garb. Uh, I don't know. She's a psyop. She, I mean, come on. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I just thought that was an interesting one. She was runner up for, for drunkard of the week. And, and, Zach now says he understands what drunkard of the week means now. <laughs> yeah, I totally missed that. Yeah, it's all good. Um, anybody out there who wants to submit to drunkard of the week, you can do it by tweeting at peaceful C prod on Twitter. Peaceful C productions, the hashtag drunkard of the week, drunkard of the week. Maybe there we should go. post that each week too. That'd be fun. Connor McGregor uh, thinks he still fights at the professional level. <clears throat> oh, Connor. Yeah, drunkard of the week right there, you know. Yep. I used yeah. to love Connor and he's been going downhill. Although he did, he wasn't he's in a new movie that's coming out. I think a Guy Ritchie movie maybe. And uh he might redeem himself in my in my eyes. Well, there you go. But he's, he's had about 12 too many proper 12s. Yeah. <laughs> that many. To keep fighting. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next one. Some good news out of the state of West Virginia. 
New law in West Virginia eliminates sales tax on guns and ammo. How about yes. that? How about that, y'all? Road trip. The reverse Hank Johnson. <laughs> Road trip to West Virginia is in the works. How many guns and how much ammo are they going to sell from to people out of state now? <laughs> like it's going to be more than they were. Yeah. Anybody who lives on the border is now immediately going to go into West Virginia to buy weapons and ammo. Now, is this still subject to a value added tax or any other kind? Like, is this one of those gotcha things where it's like, well, there's no sales tax, but yeah, you know, there, there's I mean, a it, user fee, a registration fee, a background check fee, and an out of state person's fee. Yeah. <laughs> out of state. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm what less than an hour fee. from West Virginia where I'm at, so I'll I'll head down and I'll I'll check it out at some point. Nice. Is it? See, I'm so terrible with geography right now. It's oh, it is below. You. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, it's below and uh, it's west of Virginia. West. Yeah, because there's the Panhandle of West Virginia that comes up. Okay. Okay. So like, right, yeah. like, um, maybe I'm too far north on that, and I'm like, if you drew a straight line, maybe it hit Ohio, but I know once you're south of Pittsburgh, like it's north um, of the rest Weirton, of us. West you know? Virginia is just right there. Um. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. But Here. I wanted to point out if you if that uh, if that meme came back up on screen I, on screen, I wanted to point out the autist in the comments. What? Which, which meme? So if the meme from that came back up on screen, I wanted to point out the autist in the comments. Uh, <laughs> Ronan, there, the song "Take Me Home, Country Roads" isn't actually about West Virginia, but Western Virginia. <laughs> Don't believe me. Where are the Ridge Mountains and Shenandoah River located, <laughs> which is legitimate. Yeah, that's there's like cool. a the claim is like there's a very very small portion of the Blue Ridge and uh, Shenandoah River that like just touches into West Virginia, but yeah, those are not West Virginia geography. I just thought of the the scene from Dumb and Dumber where they drive it, they're to go the wrong way. They're in like Nebraska. And he's like, I thought the Rocky mountains would look a little rockier. That John Denver was full of shit, man. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. I grew up watching the, uh, the PG version of that movie. So like edited for TV or something. Yeah. Or... Yeah. So they said that John Denver is really full of it. Hmm. At least for that scene, they're facing away from the camera, so you can kind of get away with a dub more. But. Yeah. See, the best, the best, uh, the best one on that of the TV editing was probably Snakes on the Plane, where they changed motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking plane to monkey fighting snakes on a Monday. Monkey fighting. <laughs> I've never seen that. That's hilarious. That's so bad. That's oh so my god. All right. Final. Topic of the night. We're going to get through all of it. Um, and get through all of it. How about this? Come on, Zach. Have it. Get it. There we go. Breaking news. Mayor Adams' plan is to give illegals $10,000 each with no ID check required, no fraud control, and no restrictions. Well, doesn't this just mean that any person in New York could just get one of these? Or, or is there a reverse... Uh, ID check where if you have an ID you don't get it. <laughs> but what if you just don't show your ID? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, can you just say oh. I don't have one? Like, just speak a different language. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, but New I, York giving away free money for anybody who wants it. Um, you can just go up there, road and get trip, one grand, and get that <laughs> grand, come back. Go to actually get, the funny part right. of that. Look, 
Look, wait, funny. go to New York to get the to get the debit card yep. and then go to West Virginia. Go to West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We get a 14 foot box truck. We can all get 10 grand. We can all get sales tax free guns and ammo. Come yeah. back to Georgia and cash. What a great road <laughs> that is. Another yeah. part of another part of the debit card story, which was uh, pretty funny also, was that they said it was gonna cost them fifty million dollars to do. It turns out that was a lie, and it was gonna cost them fifty million dollars to just pay the bank that was a no bid contract, and it really was gonna actually cost two and a half billion. Perfect. The fifty million was just what the bank made for do it for facilitating it. Oh my god. It's a fifty million fee to wow. then pay for it, right? Okay. And wow. so, is this, is this a one-time option, or is this like because you know I've seen some people talking about ten thousand dollars a month. I was um, I was hearing that it was gonna that it could be up to like a that it could theoretically be a thousand dollars a month or something like that up to and be refilled. It doesn't seem like they have it well fleshed out, but also I was no. not putting any sort of age limit restriction, so that's not per household. That's per person. Okay. That's Family good. of four or five. Oh, man. You get a free bus ride up here. You all get your $10,000 gift card and then just go back home. Just party. Can we? How do we get this money? They're going to be giving if away you, anyway. Let's just go freaking get, get our tax money. <laughs> <laughs> we, I yeah. guess we have to show up to um, uh, what's the what's the place they're housing them all? Uh, that Floyd Bennett Field, I guess, and go like Madison Square yeah, Garden. Yeah, we're we're migrants. Uh, where do we get? No, there's uh, a big hotel in New York City. I mean, elementary schools. They're the Ritz Carlton. The... Yeah, it was like the uh, Roosevelt something hotel or something like that. Uh, if you guys model exchange in Maine, <laughs> let's split up into into groups here. Some of us should go to New York and try our luck with that, and the rest of us should go to San Francisco and just shoplift under nine hundred dollars and just see who can get more. <laughs> I think they raised it to a thousand now. All the uh, even better. I'll, I'm going to go to San Francisco because I think I can do more damage there. Because okay, you guys are going to get alone to get you there will be far worse than going to New York. Mm, that's true. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna cut into your profits if you. This profit. is like the Seinfeld where they're trying to take the bottles to Bottom recycling for ten good. cents to Michigan. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, so all right, y'all. We reached the uh, funny part of the night. Um, not that. Most of this episode wasn't uh, farcical in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna. I got four things to show, and then we'll be done for the evening. Got, All right, like the most on time we've ever been on this show. This is crazy. All right, here's a picture of a man who tried to rob a bank after paying five hundred dollars to a wizard to make him invisible. <laughs> <laughs> is that that uh, time traveler guy who's running for president? No, it's not the time traveler guy running for president. Goodness gracious. All right. This one this that one drunk. not drunk at all. Reflecting yeah. when I thought about hang on. Sorry. I hate that Instagram starts off as muted. Mute, yeah. You know, I was just sitting here reflecting when I thought about how cowboys say yeehaw and ninjas go hee-haw. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I thought that was freaking great. Yeehaw and he yaw. <laughs> at White House Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. 
Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings, round-the-clock professional care, and exquisite house-made meals. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me, but I've been eating all, all Italian food, basically. And ice cream. <laughs> and ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. White House Senior Living, where residents feel like presidents. Good God. That's good. Chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Final one of the night. God damn it. Muted again. Start out is muted. F. I got pause. There we go. Hey, uh, even when shout out to my future wife who's praying that I don't find anyone before I meet her. <clears throat> it's working. <laughs> it's working. Stop praying now. It's working. Hey, a uh, quick shout out to my future wife. Oh, nice. Oh, I thought those were great. Um, y'all, we made it through episode number 63, still intact, not banned. We didn't get, I got kicked off of a live stream on this past Sunday. Like oh, wow. YouTube cut me off in the middle of the live. Wow, show. badge of what honor. Did you say? Did you say the B word? I I didn't say Bottle? anything. I used, I used legally allowable content to use, and they said I was good night, grumpy. Um, they said I was using copyrighted material, which I was not. I was using like news and highlights. YouTube so. doesn't understand fair use. Yeah, no, it was it was very frustrating because for like. 15 minutes my stream was went off of youtube and then came back it was bizarre so but we made it through youtube tonight um i didn't get any notifications that we got kicked off which is fantastic i just want um, to get to episode 69 before we're fully shut down that might be the one we that that's the milestone yeah they, yeah they'll shut us down in four minutes and 20 seconds on episode 69 <laughs> perfect perfect um yeah Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, submit your your nominations for Drunkard of the Week for next week, and we'll show it on the show it on the stream. Um, we've got obviously we've got a new sponsor, Rabbit Eye Wine, sponsoring our show for the next six months at least, um, and we're gonna have merch very very soon. We have uh, some pretty fun designs coming out for shirts and hats and shot glasses and beer steins and all sorts yeah. of great throwing axes and throwing axes anything that we can possibly break over alden's head we're gonna <laughs> um do that can so we get a custom um, ar-15 made that's a, that's a high what about when, when we hit stocks. when we hit a certain number of subscribers then we'll 100? start doing stuff like that no one million subs no uh, we should make million, more than a thousand. We should make customized every item that offends the government, like great. that we can think of. This is great. great. Yeah, <laughs> fentanyl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, bump stocks, fentanyl. Oh goodness gracious! Nuclear okay. families. Great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right, y'all. Um, make sure you tune in to Free Georgia Podcast Mondays at eight PM. Please go over to our Rumble channel. This channel will get banned. I know we joke about it a lot, but this channel will 100%. No, I, I'm surprised it's not. the end like, of 2024. Yeah. Um, and so starting Monday, I'm starting to talk about medical freedom on the Free Georgia podcast quite a bit with uh, You Are the Power. And uh, yeah, it, it's just a matter of time. So go over to Rumble. Make sure you're subscribed over there because at some point we're not going to be on YouTube anymore. Or uh, if you want to see you get pulled off in real time, go to YouTube. You know. Yeah, you can do that. 
for sure. Yeah. Just have Rumble as a backup at the very least. Yeah. Um, we're also streaming live on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Peaceful Sea Network. Um, so you can go to all those places and watch us live. Um, and then we're on every podcast platform that there is uh, about 30 minutes after this show ends. So there we go. Um, tune in, Free Georgia Podcast, Mondays, 8 p.m., and Liberty Libations on Thursdays at 8 p.m. We'll see you next week. Peace. Cheers.